1: Or civilized man. Take it in the guts, Barry. All you've
0: got to do now is pass the Australian Celtic test. Three simple questions, three answers, and you together? go through that doorway to
1: the greatest little
0: country the world. And good morning, everybody. This is Annie for Showreel, our look at what's going on in the Australian film industry. And uh, you might be surprised that l- there's a lot more going on than just the actor awards, which happened. Last night, which was a giddy feast i 'll have to say, um, but in the studio i 've got uh, filmmaker uh, sarah Kearns. her her feature, uh, Moja Vesna, is just about to be uh, get a theatrical release here uh, tonight in fact, it starts tonight doesn 't it sarah
2: um, yes yeah, yeah
0: <laughs> that 's right, and uh, uh, I found it quite uh, extraordinary to realize that uh, this is the first Slovenian-Australian co-production.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's right. And it's got a bit of um, an exotic title, I guess, so I just want to correct you. It's it's actually Moja Vesna. Um, Moja it, it happens all the time because it's written Moya. with the jo- with a J, and then people um, ah, <laughs> read yes. it Moja. But, yeah, it's actually a com- combination of the names of the two, two, main, two sisters. main characters. Yeah, um, And it's a bit of a play on words because in Slovenian... Moya means something that belongs to me, something that's mine, and then Vesna is like a, a pagan goddess of spring, so it could be translated as my spring or something like this.
0: Yes, yes, yes. Um, oh, that's interesting because, of course, the two characters themselves are, in in a sense, playing those two concepts out, aren't they?
2: Yeah, exactly. And um, the film is very much um, focusing on... You know, on Moya's perspective, so the whole story is told through her eyes, and and she very much focuses on Vesna the whole time, on her yeah. big sister. Um, so you know, it makes sense that the title is then, um, you know, could mean my my Vesna, or, or my my you know like spring in a way because for Moya this is sort of a coming of age time. You know, yeah, I mean, she's going through. What a lot. she
0: what uh, eight. She's about 10, yeah. About 10, yeah. I thought she was older. Mm. Um, people, adults, have a funny idea of what children are like at different ages when they're looking back, uh, in a sense. But I thought she might be about 10 because she's trying to uh, be helpful and she's trying to make, uh, come up with solutions to problems rather than falling into a heap. In fact, she's an incredibly positive person, isn't she?
2: Yeah, 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 I guess so, yeah. Um, I think she's just trying to get through, you know, to find yeah. a way forward and, and, and to to remain, you know, to, to keep some sort of closeness with these adults so that around her she's just trying to make do, you know, um, to, to live somehow in this family and um, she sort of um, can't quite accept what happened, you know.
0: Yeah, um, well, uh, so, I mean, I don't know. I mean, we're touching on the... Uh, momentous elements to the plot. Um But in a funny kind of way, I don't want to say what those are because uh they're absolutely pivotal to the structure of the story and the development of the characters. You'd um, be true?
2: Yeah. Yeah, it's a... I it's mean, a family
0: it's, drama, effectively.
2: Yeah, and it's very much... um you know for me it was more about capturing this particular atmosphere in this family and um really focusing on the characters on on them in this point in this you know very difficult point in their lives um where they're trying to to grapple with this sudden loss you know um so for me the the, the plot itself wasn't so much in the so so important you know Um, so it's a very minimalist film in a way, very, very little happens in a way, but then, um, you know, there's a lot of space for the audience. Um, you know, if they connect to it, that they can kind of, um, feel this, um, you know, the film kind of invites you to feel, to feel the, the spaces that it leaves for you, you yeah, know, if that makes sense.
0: Yeah, yeah, I do, I do know what you mean. Um, and I, it was, it's really struck me that uh, this is sort of a c- contribution that Slovenian um, perspective uh, gives to the Australian um, melting pot in a way. You're of, uh, you're an Australian of Slovenian background, right?
2: Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, I moved here about nine years ago, um, and um, yeah, so I quite heavily on on my experience you know being a migrant here and um yeah it just made sense it made sense to me to write a story um a migrant story with actual slovenian family you know because this is my um experience so um yeah it was it was interesting for me to to explore these little you know cultural differences and and stuff like this even though this wasn't in in the forefront um of the story ever, but I think it gives it, you know, like a a specific, um, location flavour
0: and, location, yeah, well, yeah. well, I mean, they are set in Australia, mm-hmm. um, it, it is Australian, and it's got, uh, Claudia Car- is is in this film as a support role, um. And that that's a really fascinating sort of uh, connection between that family and uh, uh, the Australian family. It's it's a kind of an interesting connection, isn't it? Yeah, Even, yeah. That um, that they bec- they in a sort of a way. Bec- well, the young girl actually makes a connection because she needs support.
2: Yeah, and it's a very um, important connection for her. You know, I think this is the. Kind of for me, this is the positive, um, the most positive thing about her situation at the moment is the fact that she manages to, to reach out to people and and connect with the with the world outside of her nuclear, nuclear family that is kind of closing in on on itself a little bit because of the grief, because of what happened, because of the cultural differences as well, or maybe you know linguistic barriers more than that because her father can hardly speak English, so it's kind of on on Moya and on Vesna of course to to, to connect with the world, and I think. Yeah, the fact that she, um, you know, strikes this, starts this um, unlikely friendship, I guess, with this girl who's completely different to her and comes from a different class as well. Um, yeah, it was interesting for me to, to collide these two worlds and see see what happens. And, yeah, Claudia just, um, I don't know, I, I'm so, I was just so happy that she said yes to this, you know, that she liked the, the script. And, um, and yeah, she, she's just so particularly... Australian you know it's a, it was a nice um, it was very nice to um, I was very honored to you know to to be able to work with her yeah
0: the um aspects of uh, this film are quite european in in the uh, the grandness the gravitas the uh, uh, silence in fact in this film um, tell me about your uh influences
2: um yeah i i love films um you know, like, um, for example, Céline Sciamma. I don't know if I'm even <laughs> pronouncing her name correctly, but, like, I love her her films. She's a French director. Um, or uh, the Den Brothers um, from Belgium. And, yeah, they're, they're sort of films that are minimalist in a way, but have, you know, have, have s- stories that are minimalist in a way, but then they open spaces that are much bigger in, yeah. in the viewer. And, and just this, um, yeah... Uh, I don't know how to describe it i just I'm interested in um in characters you know and and creating um
0: would you say that it's a bit like moving um, oils moving mass grand master paintings it's almost got that sort of aspect to it i mean there's a certain um, uh, uh, i mean I found this film incredibly moving and uh, frightening and uh, made me cry because you really do take you Take a person to that young child's life. Um, I mean, I don't know if other people have had disturbing younger lives, but that that sort of grit that she um, she shows you—you you really are taking us into that person's life. And because she's a child, um, there are, there's not necessarily a lot of whiz bang because children are actually tied to the places that they live in and the people around them um, who uh often don't communicate even though they try to mm. it's quite quite compelling film you 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 do a really masterful job and um and and it did very well in um overseas didn't it this film
2: um yeah we we premiered at berlin berlin film festival so that was huge um and um and then we went a cup, around a couple of other festivals and and we were here at mif um, and me and Lotti, who plays the little girl, we just just returned from Slovenia, actually, where we had the um, theatrical release. Um, so it's it's really nice to be able to to show it to
0: you know. She won the best actor award. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: It was very, um, yeah, it was just, it was special for her, I think, to to return back to Slovenia and to you know <laughs> get this award because um, she she was born there, um, and then when she was four, the family moved here. Um, so I think it was for her first time, you know, that she returned after six years or something. Um, and, and it's totally unexpected for her, you know, she, she, she never wanted to be, it wasn't on, on her list of things that she wanted to do acting, you know, she was into, she's into coding and football and stuff like this. Um, and then we, we just found her through community, you know, we were looking throughout the community and, um, yeah, she's just amazing. She's got something very, very, very special, um. I mean, she's very um, talented, you know. So she's got an acting talent for sure, but she's also got some sort of something else, you know, something that captivates some sort of. Um
0: well, she listens. She appears to be listening yeah. and responding.
2: Yeah, and she's very honest in that. She's very open. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, and and also uh, the person who plays Vesna. Yeah, I mean, she Mackenzie Mazur, so, yeah. yeah, she she does a a fantastic sort of mercurial. Um, sort of falling apart she's falling apart but trying not to yeah sort of roll yeah Um,
2: she was um I mean I was so happy that we found that we found these two um people you know because um yeah they're both really special in in their own ways and um and they had a particular chemistry together you know that I wasn't necessarily Looking for, but then when I saw it, when I saw them in the room for the first time, I was just so excited by it. There was this tenderness between them, even though you know Mackenzie was 19 at the time and Lottie was nine. Um, it, they they bonded straight away, like like sisters, you know. And then I, I rewrote the script a little bit, um, you know, we with them in mind once we selected them and and added all the all the tender scenes that are between them in the film, you know, the hugs and everything that happens um, that I think is, is quite important for, for the whole film in the end. Um, but yeah, they definitely brought that. And also Mackenzie also wrote all the poetry. Herself. I was just going to say, the
0: poetry is really good.
2: <laughs> yeah, so she, um, we, we focused very much on that um, during our rehearsals. And she'd go home and then write, you know, these things in, in character and then come back and then we'd talk about it and, and um, select the, the... You know, she, she, she wrote a lot of material. Um, so, yeah, yeah, it was, it was a very special process, you know, working with her.
0: Well, you, you've um, done a couple of shorts that uh, uh, I haven't seen, but quite clearly they uh, affected people uh, a lot. You know, they, they see a great lyrical voice in your films,
2: yeah, I um, I worked with um, all of the short films had uh, children, non actors in the in the main roles. So it's something that I've been interested in, you know, developing this kind of approach of working with them because it's a very different thing to working with with established actors um, or even to adult non actors, you know. Um, so it's something that I'm very much unguarded moments. Yeah, but also, I don't know, it's a, it's a different type of communication, I guess. Like with Lorty, for example, she never read the script, right? But she knew very much about her character. So we, you know, in the rehearsals, we mainly talked about the character and the differences between Lorty personally and Moya, you know, so that on set she had something to, to hide behind, you know, so she wasn't there as Lorty personally, but... She was able to say, you know, after the shot she, she was, was pretending she was yeah, she was able to say oh i wouldn't I wouldn't say things like this, but you know this is Moya, I get it it's okay <laughs> so she was she was very aware of the differences you know she wasn't playing herself, she was very much playing the character of Moya, but in a very sincere way um
0: yeah, well, that's fascinating, so did you feed her the lines so when you were shooting a particular scene, you'd say, you need to be able to say this now
2: yeah, we just sat down um just the two, the two of us or sometimes with Mackenzie before we shot every scene or even before every shot and we just talk about what you know what happens and where the story's at and what she should say you know but not in a strict way like she she was always free to to use her own words or to say something else if something popped into her mind because the most important thing was to, for her to just be relaxed the in a way yeah and, and, the to, and to to be in the moment and to connect with the other actor right in the scene so that was um the most important thing and then the lines are kind of secondary you know they're not so they weren't so important and we were also changing them from from take to take you know after every take uh, we talk about what they said and then say you know maybe maybe this was really good or maybe try something else here or
0: Ah, yeah yeah, right okay so um how long did the shoot take
2: Um, we had about 25, 27 days, something like that.
0: Okay. And then what about the edit? How do you go about that?
2: Um, yeah, the edit was, was very exciting for me, very exciting process because, um, I like to rewrite the the script as we go, you know, like, um, as I said before, when I meet the actors, I rewrite it, you know, to, especially with the non actors to really tailor it. Yeah, to really tailor it, exactly. And um then on set again, you know, all sorts of things happen and you have to respond to them, you know, if you wanna if you wanna catch these organic moments, um um and use them, you know. And and then yeah, then you end up with all this material because <laughs> you know, there's always unexpected well, the ta- things that happen. Yeah. Um and so yeah, it was a very exciting process, quite a long process of um shaping it and and just um we took out a lot of stuff in the end a lot of information um a lot of little story plots because i wanted to just kind of simplify it so because i just connected so much to the to the emotional side of of moya's you know what she's going through and i just thought it should be as clean as possible and as as open as possible um, it's so also there, very yeah.
0: much like um, the memories that people have when they grow up, They rem- when they're remembering what happened in the past. Right. That's very quite like that. That's mm. how the film is bit-shaped, mm. it seems to me, R- rather than all the connecting bits mm. that got them to places and why it happened and why were they on that beach and wh- how did they get – you know what I mean? All those mm. types of things mm. are removed, which is – um it is like a memory lots of it's like a memory it seems to me um you you talk about there being uh, a day they, they, uh, we met them and or, you know your team you've got a team of people
2: um yeah it was um it was quite an international team so we um you know the, a lot of the crew were um from melbourne but then um the dp for example Came over from Slovenia. Leo Predan Kovarski. She's uh, he is. Um, we worked on a short film before, so we we knew each other. And I thought, yeah, he just had has um, a way of working that we connect over it very very well. Um, and um, and all the post post-produ- post production was done in Slovenia. Uh-huh. Um, so the the final you know picture grade and sound grade and stuff like this. So a lot of people were involved, but they are
0: around the world. Yeah, okay. Um, It's just that uh, I guess uh, a lot of people forget that um, film making or uh, this sort of uh, world is actually very collaborative, but you obviously fall into the category of an auteur director. (laughs) Would that be true? I don't know. I don't know. Um, Um, Because what I was going to say, when you described making the film, and uh seeking out the organic na- uh, things that happen uh serendipitously you s- you've set up a situation which is the film you've gathered all the elements to it and then things happen because that's what happens yeah yeah
2: uh, if you curri- if you create curri- the right atmosphere i guess um if all the other people are on the same wavelength so to speak um yeah then oops, then things happen you know Yeah,
0: and- that's right but did you begin with uh, an a idea about what you thought the film was going to be about? And did that change?
2: Um, the, the core of it, you know, was always going to be about grief and, and different, you know, the complexities of, of grief and then um, a family that is kind of crammed into this one house. Um, but each of them is, is very much alone because of... The different experiences of of this person who just died and 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 of their loss so um yeah that very much stayed and also you know this position of a child inside of the family a child that is they found that finds itself alone in a way because the adults around her are you know going through something difficult and and there's there's a lack of communication that was very much um, at the center of it and this was I started exploring this in my short films already. So, um, this film is in a way a continuation of, of that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, you're doing, um, screenings at, uh, a couple of places. So you're going to do a screening at, um, uh, I've got the information here. Uh, yeah. We
2: have the Q and a, um, a Q and a screening at, at Lido this Sunday at 3 PM. Um, and then we're doing another Q and A at Thornbury Picture House on the twentieth. I think it's at six pm. Um, and yeah, screenings start from today and all over the place. It's it's a limited release, but um, yeah, if people look it up, they'll be able to <laughs> hopefully find one
0: um, close to them. Yeah, yeah, well, and it's, it's a fabulous um, insight into uh, human life. And death, I suppose. It's, mm-hmm. a, it's a lovely film. Uh, you've done a great job.
2: Thanks so much.
0: And thank, thank you. you very much for coming in and talking to us.
2: Yeah, my pleasure. Thanks so much for the invite. It's really nice.
1: Environmental Film Festival Australia invites you to Effa Presents Sovereign Cinema, a one-day cinema event celebrating Indigenous perspectives on climate, ecology, culture and custodianship. EFA presents Sovereign Cinema, includes two shorts packages and a main feature, all sharing unique stories which reveal the resilience of Indigenous people and the importance of protecting ancestral connections to country. Join us at ACME on Saturday, the 10th of December, for our first in person screening since 2019. Tickets and passes on sale now at effa.org.au. The Environmental Film Festival Australia is a 3CR supporter.
0: And you're with Annie on Showreel, and we're coming up to the end of the program. We were just talking to Sarah Kern um, about her film uh, Moya Vestna. Uh, if you get a chance, uh, catch up with it. Uh, there's going to be a QA at a couple of um, out, outfits uh, Lido on Sunday at 3 pm, and uh, Thornbury Picture House, both places on the 20th uh, at 6 pm, Thornbury. Um, Picture House on the twentieth. Uh, it's uh, they're both great places to go and listen about to a a, a wonderful filmmaker and uh, follow a, a thoroughly interesting film. And uh, it is the first Slovenian Australian co-production. There you go. And uh, when it was at, at the. Um <coughs> Uh, at the uh, Slovenian Art Cinema Association Awards. Um, uh, Lottie Kavaki, uh won the Best Lead Actress and uh, uh, Sarah didn't even mention it. She won Best Director. Fascinating, absolutely fascinating. See, this is Australia and this is Australian filmmaking industry. Uh, that's it for us today and um, coming up next is Published or Not, uh, we'll go out with. Uh, I'm not being very inventive with my music, but uh, we'll go back to Mia Dyson with Precious Things because that just seemed like a precious thing. Mm-hmm.
1: can do damage To all